Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. In your walk with Jesus, do you ever consider His return? Do you live your life in expectation of Jesus coming back one day to redeem His people? Or do you ignore the stuff that sounds scary? Today, Pastor J.D. explains that you can't ignore the imminence of Christ's return. Always be at the ready to join Him in His kingdom. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on April 9th, 2023. Do you see the importance of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ and how it points to the return of Jesus Christ and the rapture of the church of Jesus Christ? So I want to take you through this. Uh, it, it is stunning. It is breathtaking. It is astounding. The parallels concerning Israel and the Exodus and Israel and the tribulation. Because again, Israel goes through the tribulation and is saved in the tribulation. So I've only got like 500 more of these uh, charts. So in the Exodus, Israel is enslaved. In Revelation, Israel is afflicted. In the Exodus, Israel is oppressed and deceived by Pharaoh. In the tribulation and revelation, Israel is attacked and deceived by the Antichrist. In Exodus, you had two representatives, Moses and Aaron. In the tribulation and revelation, you have two witnesses, believed to be Moses and Elijah. In the Exodus, Israel calls out to, cries out to God, and he hears. And in the tribulation during, in the book of Revelation, Israel cries out to God, and God hearkens unto the voice of their cry. In the Exodus, Israel flees to the wilderness. In Revelation, in the midst of the seven-year tribulation, Israel flees to Petra, where God will protect them for the last three and a half years of the seven-year tribulation from the Antichrist, who seeks to devour and destroy them. In the Exodus, Israel is delivered. And in Revelation, Israel is saved. In Exodus, the plagues come down as God's judgment. And in Revelation, wrath is poured out as God's judgment. By the way, the tribulation is God's wrath poured out on a Christ-rejecting world. That alone, stand alone, is one of many numerous and voluminous reasons as to why the church does not go through the tribulation. We're not appointed to wrath. This is the wrath of God on a Christ. We haven't rejected Christ. We've accepted Christ. Even more interesting are the similarities with the plagues that came down on Egypt. By the way, Egypt is a type of the world. 
in typology. And the judgments in Revelation, again, they, they parallel. Pictured here is a list of the plagues in Egypt, along with the scripture references corresponding with the judgments in Revelation during the seven-year tribulation. I want to just go through them real quick, and I want to draw your attention to a couple things here. First, water becomes blood. There goes the water source, the water supply. Frogs, not to be confused with farag. This is uh, very different. Really, you laughed too quick on that one. I'm not. Three, lice. Anybody have that last name? (laughs) Four, flies. Five, watch this, food source, livestock destroyed. Six, boils. Seven, hail. Eight, locusts. Nine, darkness. Ten, death of the first begotten son. I want to draw your attention to this tenth and final plague recorded in Exodus 11 and 12. And specifically as it relates to the Passover prophecy fulfilled, now again, listen, by the only begotten son of God. The first begotten son, the only begotten son of God, Jesus the Christ. Do you see the connection here? Every single one of those plagues was against one of the many Egyptian gods. They worshiped the Nile. They, <laughs> they, <laughs> they, I'm sorry, I'm chuckling. You'll see why here in a second. They worship frogs. Wow. It's like God saying, you like frogs, do you? You like to worship frogs? There you go. Stop the frogs. <laughs> I could have used a different one maybe, but So every single one of them was against one of these false gods of the Egyptians, which is believed numbered over 3,000. And so it was God's way of saying, I am God. Watch this. I am the God of all of this. And when you get to that 10th plague, it's God saying, because they made a God out of the firstborn son, chiefly with respect to Pharaoh, who they saw as a God. So when God sends the angel of death to kill specifically the first begotten son, what he was saying is, my only begotten son will be killed, crucified on that cross, and he will die for you. Again, a type of the crucifixion, burial, and even resurrection of Jesus Christ. Like in the pole with the bronze serpent being in the shape of, and a prophecy pointing to Christ, so too was this tenth plague a prophecy fulfilled by Christ. And here's how I get there. And this is why to me the Passover prophecy is, if not the most, at least one of the most profound prophecies in all of the Bible. The Israelites were to take an innocent lamb before that tenth plague hit. And they were to inspect that lamb for four days. And on the 14th of Aviv, at the ninth hour, they were to slit the throat of that lamb to shed its blood. You don't break the bone. 
And this presupposes that that lamb has been found to be without blemish, spot, or wrinkle. That's exactly how long Jesus was on trial, four days, found to be without sin, blameless, spotless, without wrinkle or blemish. Then he was crucified at exactly the ninth hour. This is exactly what that lamb, that Passover lamb was pointing to, Moab. So they inspect the lamb four days, and then they would slay the lamb, take the blood of the lamb, and put it on their doorposts in the shape of a cross. At the top, you had a basin on the bottom, and then you had one on the side, and one on the side in the shape of a cross. So when that angel of death came, it would pass over them if they had the blood of the Lamb on the doorposts of their house. They would be saved by the blood of the Lamb because of the finished work on the cross before the cross had even been thought of. I love it when God does that. So it gets better. and actually brings me full circle to the explanation of both how and why we are on the cusp of the final prophetic event. The how is explained by way of the end of the age being that final prophetic event by virtue of the fulfillment of the prior prophetic events. Let me say the same thing in a different way. In other words, all of these prophecies, and actually the many others with them, have heretofore been fulfilled, so the conclusion is that it points to the final event about to be fulfilled. In other words, everything is right on schedule. God's perfect timing, God's prophetic clock. That's the how. Now, what about the why? The question of why we're on the cusp of the final event and the end of the age. And I'd like to provide an answer to this and expound on this, but we're going to go ahead at this time and end the live stream on YouTube and Facebook and redirect you to the website if you're not there already. I want to begin by stating what the number one reason is as to why, listen, beyond any reasonable doubt, and even beyond any doubt, not just reasonable doubt, beyond any doubt, we're now at the end of human history. Again, I'll go back to what we started with. God wants us to know. God doesn't want us to be ignorant. He wants us to know and be ready for the time of the end. So he's provided us with great detailed prophecy about what the world's going to look like at the time of the end, so we'll know, hey, this is the end. Good, it worked, because I told you what it was going to be like at the time of the end, and you're looking at your word, and you're looking at the world, you're going, what's this? I, I, Anyway, that's the best I got, so you're going to have to take that. So, wait a minute, Pastor, you're telling me that we can know 
that this is the end, this is it? Yeah, this is how it ends? Yeah. Wait, okay, so we're not in the tribulation? No. Uh, We don't have generations, we don't have 50 years? No. Well, that's kind of bold and dogmatic, isn't it? Well, uh, that's all I can say is just, (laughs) I mean, I, I, yeah, yeah, it's your lot in life. I mean, we're told this is what it's going to look like, and I'm looking at it, and that's what it looks like. So if you want to play it out, even 20 years, you, you, you surpass, you exceed what the Bible describes as the end. Certainly in the arena of technology, because the technology that is described in the Bible at the time of the end is the technology today. Today. And how fast has technology been advancing? Just go back 10 years. How fast has it advanced in 10 years? Do you want to take that out 10 more years? If you do, you exceed the technology that's described in the Bible at the time of the end. I can't get there. I just can't. And that's just technology across the board. Am I yelling? I'm sorry. I'm not angry. I'm actually very excited. Couldn't you tell? (laughs) I'm prefacing what I'm about to say this way because we're at the end and the enemy will do everything and stop at nothing to distract us so that we don't know it's the end. And that's exactly what's happening today. In fact, it's, it's forensic evidence prophetically, as far as I'm concerned. It's evidenced by the plethora of distractions, particularly here in America. So we don't talk about the end, which will be brought about with the end of the current world economy. Well, now there's some specificity here. Yes, there is. Let me explain. COVID, there he goes again. COVID was manufactured as a controlled demolition of the current economy, which will chaperone the entrance of the biodigital global economy. Did you get that? Now, because we've looked at this in depth in prior updates over the last three years, I'll simply provide a brief explanation to sum this up. First, This so-called vaccine was not manufactured for COVID-19. Rather, COVID-19 was manufactured for this so-called vaccine, which they already had. They just needed what we call COVID-19 in order to release it. Now, the reason this so-called vaccine, it's not a vaccine, was pre-planned years in advance and manufactured now was to, among other things, chiefly disintegrate the world economy. 
And the reason for the destruction and complete disintegration of the current global economy prior to the tribulation is to usher in the one world economic system in the tribulation. Because if you think about it, that's the only way to force the world to be in lockstep as we witnessed every nation on earth in lockstep, never before in human history, and never to be seen again, by the way. That was one of the key pieces of evidence, to borrow that metaphor again, that convinced me beyond any doubt, the verdict's in, the jury's not out, this is it. Because all the nations on earth are in lockstep and deceived, Revelation 18, 23. You deceived all the nations on earth with your pharmakia, pharmaceutical final solution. So the only way to force the world to be in lockstep with this global bio-digital economy is to mandate it via a verification system. So one's ability to buy and sell will be predicated upon this system of verification, which is precisely fulfilling the prophecies in Revelation during the tribulation. Did you get that? Do you see how that works? Well, we actually lived it, whether you realize it or not. It wasn't that long ago when you could not buy or sell without an M-A-S-K, one letter off from M-A-R-K. You think that's a coincidence? No, that's preparing, conditioning, programming, brainwashing, readying the world to accept not a mask, but a mark. You want to buy food? you got to have this bio-digital mark. We've talked about the patents. And by the way, I've got a couple things I'm working on right now. I'd appreciate and cover your prayers, maybe in an upcoming update. I mean, it is just mind-boggling to me. It is so precisely the fulfillment, ultimately, of Bible prophecy. I just don't know how people don't see it. Do you realize that you will not even need your phone to scan that QR code? (laughs) No, you just, it'll be facial recognition, forehead, palm recognition, forehand. Because see, what you have on you, everybody don't, don't pull your phones out. I know you have it on you, that's all right. God forgives you. But what, what's on you, they want to put in you. By the way, this might be a good time to clear up just real quick. I have to be quick. Don't look at your watches. Th- this question of, well, my Bible says that it's in the forehead or forehand, and my Bible says it's on. It's both. The micro patch technology with the palisades, the stamp, the tattoo, which is actually the word in the original Greek in Revelation 13, it's put on and it goes in. Can we close that file, please? All right, I feel better. Thank you. I want to share with you an email that I received from an online member who I've quoted in prior updates. He has keen insight and discernment that explains how all of this is now coming together prophetically. Here's what he had to say. Hi, Pastor J.D., I hope you are well. I have been watching the recent banking crisis. Did you guys know about this? Well, you're not hearing about it. 
uh, because they want you to hear about everything but this. Uh, Did you know uh, July 1 is the target date for the central banking digital currency? Did you know that? Did you know that Russia and China, Xi Jinping and uh, Putin decided we're done with the U.S. dollar? The dollar's already done. They, we just don't know it yet. And it's even worse than that. My wife asked me, she said, you're going to be doom and gloom on Resurrection Sunday. I said, not second service, but just first. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Not really. It's, I have to speak the word of the Lord. So, <laughs> Okay. So he says, I've been watching the recent banking crisis, and I wanted to give you my perspective on how I believe this ties in with Bible prophecy. In the first email that I sent to you, I detailed a 12-step process that I believe was being followed in order to create a controlled demolition of the global monetary system. It's interesting to acknowledge that we can't see in advance all of the twists and turns in our predictions of where we're headed, While we know the end point, the path to it is not necessarily clear. I did not see how the predictable banking crisis would be directed in order to consolidate power in the multinational corporations. I believe that the banking crisis will continue and disproportionately, listen very carefully, affect small business and specifically food production. Uh, Do you know what they're doing? Uh, your, Your food supply... Uh, geoengineering, weather manipulation. In fact, my friend that I introduced you to last week who lives in Arizona told me there is unprecedented snowpack on the mountains. That's Arizona. California, it's all pre-planned. They are going to flood California and destroy all of the food supply that comes out of California in that fertile valley, the Tulare Lake Valley. So you got, it's estimated some 100, this is unprecedented, 100 plus feet of snow, and then the weather manipulation, geoengineering, they warm up the temperatures, what happens? That water is coming down, and it's going to flood out and destroy everything in its wake, pre-planned. Now here's the thing, the farmers take out loans for their crops, from these banks that are collapsing. So you destroy the the farms and the farmer, you destroy the banks, all by design. They're in the way. We need to get them out of the way so we can introduce the new way, this biodigital currency that we can control, by the way, and suspend at will. So if your score isn't high, then we can just suspend your account, like a social media account. They can suspend your currency account, so you can't buy or sell. You see where this is going? He continues. This will further consolidate the economy into large multinational corporations in line with the WEF, World Economic Forum, vision of stakeholder capitalism that envisions an economic and political system that is controlled by a tiny minority in order to control the majority of the population. We know that ultimately the Antichrist will emerge to take control of this system. We're so glad you joined us for this prophecy update on In Spirit and Truth. 
Do the things you hear about on this program cause you to feel unsettled? Perhaps there are too many things coming into play that make you stop and wonder if you're truly living in the end times. If that's the case, we hope that through these updates, you are reminded of God's faithfulness through His Word and that His promises will be fulfilled. This can be a benefit to you. Being around other believers can give you support regarding these things that are happening around you. If you're in the area and haven't found a church home yet, we invite you to come visit us and get to know the heart behind this ministry. You can join us for a time of worship at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays at 8.30 or 10.45 a.m. and Thursdays at 7 p.m. for Bible study with Pastor J.D. If you'd like more information on joining us or for additional resources, go to jdfarag.org and scroll to the bottom of the page. That's J-D-F-A-R-A-G dot O-R-G. There, you'll find a Calvary link that will take you to the church's website. While you're at our website, be sure to check out additional teachings from Pastor J.D. Another interesting point of reference is a tab that says ABCs. This is useful for anyone seeking and wanting to find out more about Jesus and His love for you as an individual. That's all available at our website. Again, that's jdfarag.org. Our time with you is up for today, but thanks for tuning in to spend this time with us. Join Pastor JD for another edition of In Spirit and Truth.